Peace be upon you. God willing, this week we're going to wrap up our last podcast in regards to Ramadan as uh, Ramadan itself comes to a closure. And timing of this couldn't be more perfect because, God willing, this week we're going to talk about Layat uh, al or also known as the Night of Destiny or the Night of Power. And um, there's an entire chapter in the Quran dedicated to this one specific night. And it reads, In the name of God, most gracious, most merciful, we revealed it in the night of destiny. How awesome is the night of destiny? The night of destiny is better than a thousand months. The angels and the spirit descend therein by their Lord's leave to carry out every command. Peaceful it is until the advent of the dawn. So what is the night of destiny? The night of destiny was the night that Prophet Muhammad went to the high heaven and uh, the angel Gabriel placed the Quran into his heart. And when he returned back to the, uh, the earth, over a span of 23 years, it was slowly released to his memory and presented to the world. And it's a momentous occasion. And God tells us from this verse that this one night is better than a thousand months. And uh, it's the, uh, the night where the angels in the spirit, that being angel Gabriel, descend therein by their Lord's leave to carry out every command. Uh, and it's a night that we stay up and we commemorate God and we worship God and we uh, glorify God. And we see that in the Quran, there's certain uh, verses that are talking about this specific night and this specific uh, occasion. And this took place in 13 BH, so this is before Hijra, uh, on the 27th night of Ramadan. So this is 13 years before uh, Prophet Muhammad and the believers migrated to uh, Medina, and that's the uh, the start of the Islamic calendar, and it's on the 27th night. And one of the verses that talk about this specific uh, moment is in chapter 2, verse 97. It says, say, anyone who opposes Gabriel should know that he has brought down this Quran into your heart in accordance with God's will, confirming previous scriptures and providing guidance and good news for the believers. And one of the greatest miracles and the greatest uh, blessings we have is this Quran because it provides us with such insight uh, to how to attain salvation, our purpose here, um, and how to please God, who God is. And there's so much that we should be thankful for, for this, for having this Quran revealed to us. And in chapter 17, verse 1, it reads, Most glorified is the one who summoned his servant Muhammad during the night from the sacred masjid of Mecca to the farthest place of prostration, whose surroundings we have blessed in order to show him some of our signs. He is the hear, the seer. So what's interesting is the word masjid literally means a place of prostration. And in this specific verse, it's saying the farthest place of prostration. And what this is, it's the highest heaven. Um, God tells us in the Quran that there's seven universes. Um, we are in the innermost universe, uh, the seventh universe, and the outermost universe is the first universe. And the Prophet Muhammad during this night was uh, taken, his soul, not the physical body, because that wouldn't uh, defy the laws of physics, but the soul was taken and uh, was beamed through space, uh, through all seven universes, to the, uh, the closest place of prostration. And um, at that moment, you know, God came as close as possible, and the angel Gabriel placed the Quran inside the Prophet's heart. Uh, and we see that spelt out in chapter 53, uh, verses uh, 1 through 18. It says, In the name of God, most gracious, most merciful, as the stars fell away, 
And this expression, the stars fell away, is literally the soul of the prophet being traversed through space at, you know, multiples of the speed of light. And you think of this when you watch the uh, the Star Trek, Star Wars movies, and they say, you know, hyperdrive or ultradrive, and you see that all the, the stars, all of a sudden, they're just like uh, being from uh, static to moving. Uh, that will, That is what took place with the Prophet Muhammad, his soul, not the physical body. There's some crazy hadith that, you know, he got in this chariot and he was uh, riding at the speed of light. And if you, the absurdity of that in uh, modern day is just, uh, it's comical. But no, his soul was taken and basically was uh, hurled through space, uh, through the seven universes, to the point that he got to the edge of the first universe. And um, it continues in uh, verse 2, it says, Your friend Muhammad was not astray, nor was he deceived, nor was he speaking out of personal desire. It was divine inspiration dictated by the most powerful, possessor of all authority from his highest height at the highest horizon. He drew near by moving down, that's God, until God, he became as close as possible. He then revealed to his servant, Muhammad, what was to be revealed. The mind never made up what it saw. Are you doubting what he saw? He saw him in another descent at the ultimate point where the eternal paradise is located. The whole place was overwhelmed. The eyes did not waver nor go blind. And we see in the footnote says, Muhammad was summoned to the highest universe to receive this Quran into his heart. The stars fell away as he traveled through them at millions of times the speed of light. Subsequently, the Quran was gradually released to his memory. And uh, there's an entire appendix uh, around this and it's uh, appendix 28. And, uh, the 27th night of fasting is an important night because of this very reason that the Quran was revealed uh, to uh, Muhammad and ultimately to all of mankind uh, at this night. And God tells us in the Quran from chapter 97 that it's better than a thousand months. Uh, this year, God willing, the night of destiny is going to start either on July 12th or July uh, 13th that night because the Islamic calendar it starts on the night and then the day uh, follows um, and depending on where you uh, when you where you're located and when you started fasting you can calculate when is the 27th night and that's going to be the night of destiny for you um, so assuming that if you're in the western part of the US uh, you started on June 17th so on July 12th uh, is going to be the night of destiny and for uh, the eastern part of the US uh, it's going to be the um, the same and then in Asia it's going to be on the 13th and uh, what's interesting is that God tells us in the Quran uh, he swears by the even and the odd and uh, we know that the last 10 nights are sacred because God says if you retreat to the masjid um, that you basically uh, refrain from sexual intercourse with your spouses during that time and this 27th night has real significance and the fact that it's better than a thousand months. So you can think about it. If the night is roughly seven hours, that means every hour being is being better than living for 142 years. And each hour you're glorifying God. It's as if you were glorifying God for 142 years. And every minute that you're glorifying God and worshiping God is as if you're worshiping God continuously for about 2.4 years. Uh, and every second, every, you know, alhamdulillah, every uh, blessing, every... Um, moment of inspiration and appreciation. Uh, there's credit being added to your uh, <laughs> uh, your uh, account in the hereafter, uh, and it's a real blessing that God is allowing us at this moment, at this night, to be able to amplify our blessings. And because the angels are coming down 
uh, carrying out commands. It's a moment where we can really implore God and pray to God. And um, we see this in uh, the Quran in chapter 2185 where it talks about Ramadan. It says, Ramadan is the month during which the Quran was revealed, providing guidance for the people, clear teachings in the statute book. Those of you who witness this month shall fast there, and those who are ill or traveling may substitute the same number of other days. God wishes for you convenience, not hardship, that you may fulfill your obligations, and to glorify God for guiding you and to express your appreciation. In the uh, header of the, uh, chapter 2, verse 186 reads, God answers the prayers of his servants. And the verse reads, When my servants ask you about me, I am always near. I answer their prayers when they pray to me. The people shall respond to me and believe in me in order to be guided. And this is in regard specifically to the night of destiny. Uh, that this is a night where we uh, you know, try to dedicate the entire night to imploring God, to worshiping God. And uh, because of this immense credit that can be gained, um, and the promise that God and the angels will answer the prayers in the night. So I'm spend this entire night commemorating, praying um, in you know various ways. Uh, there isn't a set format. Um, God tells us continuously throughout the Quran about commemoration. And commemoration is just you know uh, mentioning God or glorifying God vocally. In chapter 73, verse 8, it says, You shall commemorate the name of your Lord to come ever closer and closer to him. Uh, chapter 76, verse 26, it says, During the night fall prostrate before him and glorify him a long night. Uh, chapter 18, verse 1, it says, Praise God who revealed to his servant the scripture and made it flawless. And 1598 reads, You shall sing the praises of your Lord and be with the prostrators. Um, so this is something we do during the night of destiny. It's something we do uh, you know, all the time, but specifically is this commemoration of God. The other aspect is meditation. Uh, God consistently throughout the Quran tells us to meditate uh, on his name, on his attributes, uh, on his word. And in 1779 it says, During the night you shall meditate for extra credit that you may, your Lord may raise you to an honorable rank. So you think about, you know, uh, just that one minute of meditating on the night of destiny, that it has more uh, benefit for our souls than, um, what was it, uh, for each minute was uh, two and a half years, right, roughly. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty uh, pretty powerful. Um, so if we want to basically uh, elevate our souls and feed our souls, this is the night by which we do that. Uh, chapter 25, verse 64, it says, In the privacy of the night they meditate on their Lord and fall prostrate. 39.9, it is not better to be one with one of those who meditate in the night prostrating and staying up, being aware of the hereafter and seeking the mercy of their Lord, say, are those who know equal to those who do not know? Only those who possess intelligence will take heed. Um, other things that we can do is read the Quran. God consistently in the Quran tells us to read the Quran. Um, the very first revelation to the Prophet Muhammad was, read in the name of your Lord who created. He created man from an embryo. Read in your Lord most exalted. Teaches by means of the pen. Um, so, you know, of course we can read the Quran during this time and again, reflect on God and reflect on his creations and his blessings that he's bestowed upon us. And um, the other thing that is definitely worth doing during this night is repenting uh, because repenting, it cleans the slate. And um, uh, this is a night that if you think about if you were to lock yourself in a room and repent for uh, two and a half years, uh, you can achieve that in literally, uh, I think it was, it was at a minute or an hour, <laughs> But um, in 216 it says, For those who repent, reform, and proclaim, I redeem them. I am the Redeemer, most merciful. 4146, Only those who repent, reform, and hold fast to God and devote their religion absolutely to God alone will be counted with the believers. 
God will bless the believers with a great recompense. Uh, 7153 is for those who committed sins, then repented thereafter and believed. Your Lord after this is forgiver, most merciful. 9.1.12, they are the repenters, the worshipers, the praisers, the mediator, uh, meditators, the bowing, the prostrating, the advocators of righteousness and forbidders of evil, and the keepers of God's laws. Give good news to such believers. Um, in 66.8, it says, O you believe, you shall repent uh, to God a firm repentance. Your Lord will then remit your sins and emit you into gardens with flowing streams. On that day, God will not disappoint the prophet and those who believe with him. Their light will radiate in front of them and to their right. They will say, Our Lord, perfect our light for us and forgive us. You are omnipotent. And obviously, throughout this entire night and every chance we get, we thank God. Uh, 14.7, Your Lord has decreed, The more you thank me, the more I give you. But if you turn unappreciative, then my retribution is severe. 2.152, You shall remember me that I may remember you and be thankful to me. Do not be unappreciative. 2.172, O you who believe, eat from the good things we provided for you. And be thankful to God if you do worship Him alone. So these are all some of the the, the items that we do during the uh, the the night of destiny. You know, obviously we try to make it a practice, but specifically during this night. And there's a lot of debate in regards to when the night of destiny or the night of power is. And um, we know mathematically from the Quran and from the uh, the Messenger that the twenty uh, seventh night is the night of destiny. And some of the uh, mathematical proof beyond that is that. The expression Layat al-Hadr, which is uh, the, translated as the night of destiny or the night of power, this phrase uh, consists of 19, uh, nine Arabic letters. Exact, it's mentioned exactly three times in the Quran in 97, uh, verse 1, 2, and 3. And um, if you take the nine letters of Layat al-Hadr, times it by the three times it occurs, it's 27, giving us confirmation that it's the 27th night. Uh, additionally, uh, chapter 97 consists of 30 Arabic words, um, and the 27th word is it, which is you know giving us indication that it is the night of destiny. And uh, additionally, um, one of the interesting things is that uh, it has you know 30 Arabic words. Layt uh, al is basically two of the words. Uh, oh, sorry, Layt uh, al uh So technically three words, depending on how you count that. Um, and if you subtract 30 from 3, you get 27. And we see a similar phenomenon in uh, chapter 71, with the, uh, which is entitled Noah. Um, this chapter has 953 letters in it. And uh, Noah occurs three times in that, uh, that chapter. And uh, if you subtract those three occurrences of uh, Noah um, from 953, which I think one of the letters only occurs in the word Noah, um, you get 950, which is the number of years that Noah lived. And that's in 2914. It says, we sent Noah to his people, and he stayed with them 1,000 years, less 50, so 950. Subsequently, they incurred the flood because of their transgressions. And um, additionally, you know, the mathematical miracle of the Quran is based on the number 19. And if you add the geometrical value of the word layat al which geometrical value, what that means is each of the Arabic letters has a corresponding numerical value. Just like uh, Roman numerals, the Arabic language works in the same way. So if you add all the letters, uh, the total geometrical value of that is 410. Now, if you add the chapter, which is 97, and then the occurrences of the verses where Layat al occurs, which is verse 1, 2, and 3, 
you get 513. Uh, 513 is 19 times 27. So these are all just kind of, uh, and I guarantee there's probably uh, numerous other ones, uh, but mathematical confirmation that the 27th night of Ramadan is the night of power, the night of destiny. And God willing, we're going to spend that night and commemorate and glorify God and grow our souls. And um, if you guys got any comments or questions, hit us up at crontalk at gmail.com or on Twitter at TalkQuran. And until next time, peace and God bless and have a uh, glorious uh, month of Ramadan and a glorious uh, night of destiny.